This is the Matters of Influence podcast, creating awareness and alignment today to become your best self tomorrow. With your hosts, Debbie Frapp and Terry Foster Nowland. Oh my gosh, a bunch of silly. Are we all Southern girls? Would we say that? You guys are Texans. That's so. <laughs> we'll claim it. We'll claim it for sure. I got here as fast as I could. I wasn't born here, but I got here quick. So. Me too. Me too. Yeah. I'm a Kentucky girl, but you know. Yeah, there Texas. we go. There oh we go. So. Well, today, Debbie, right, we're going to talk about money matters. And we Ooh. wanted to bring a powerful woman with an amazing story on matters of influence today. And gosh, Myra, I don't know, like, what was it? What was the year you came into this company that we we all belong to? I, I came to. I'm probably the last one coming because I came in 2011. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I, I'm 10 years. Okay. Quick journey. Quick journey. Well, we've known each other for some time, and I respect her immensely for not not just the energy that she brings to us all, her leadership. And now she's done what all of us think we should do, and we don't pick a pen up to do it, and that's write a book. And she can write that book because she's got validity in the topic about financial freedom. And um, I love the sign hanging behind her because we tend to make that topic difficult. And it's very individualistic individualistic to each of us because whatever a simple approach is and whatever financial freedom means or your freedom number, whatever you want to call it, it's all styled to what we want our life to look like when we're doing the last thing that we ever want to do. So um, we're going to talk with her today about that and hear a little bit about her story and I'm excited. So me too. Me too. I love it. Myra. So Myra Oliver, um, author, um, amazing powerhouse of a woman, um, mom to Izzy. Yeah. <laughs> can't leave Most that out. Important job. Most That's important right. Job. Can't, can't leave that out. And the, the name of her book, um, is down home money and it's a simple approach to financial freedom. And, yeah. um, even just the title of the book makes you want to pick it up. And Myra, you had such a great launch, um, with your book. And, um, so just tell us how all of this came about. Tell us, tell us your story. Yeah, if you would. Thank you guys so much. First, let me say that um, I love you too. You're two of my favorite lady leaders in our company and always have been. And so I am just so honored to be on your podcast. So thank you for having me. And I just, um, you know, I have always, I was raised in Kentucky um, and, you know, we were poor. We lived, uh, my mom and dad were school teachers and so with them being school teachers, you know, they had great incomes for that town because we were in rural Kentucky. And so, um, but I watched consumerism take over my mom and dad, trying to keep up with the Joneses back then. You know, today, uh, our young people are keeping up with the Kardashians. And let me tell you, that's an expensive lifestyle. Yeah. And back then, it was the Joneses. And what I watched is my mom and dad worked two jobs. I watched them struggle um, to uh, afford the things they thought we needed. Um, but actually what we really needed was time with them. 
And so at a young age, I really realized that I did not want to be a prisoner to money and to working all the time. Um, so um, when I graduated high school, my mom and dad, of course, at school teachers, it was either I was going to be a hairstylist or I was going to be a veterinarian. So you know which one they wanted, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh -huh. So, but my grandmother was a hairstylist and I grew up in her hair salon watching her cut hair and make people feel great. Mm. And I loved that. Watching that people, how much they appreciated her and how she made them feel fantastic. Even though she was an underpaid psychiatrist, right? Because that's what a lot of hairstylists are. And real estate team leaders in this company. Yeah. Absolutely. So watching that, um, that's what I wanted to do. And um, and so I um, I moved to Texas at early at, at a young age, right out of high school. I put myself through school, um, through barber school. I wanted to be a barber because I wanted to cut men's hair because, you know, I was single and I wanted to cut men's hair <laughs> at the time. And but what, yeah, what I found out was there's no money in men's hair. And so I ended up doing perms and uh, in women's hair and highlights. Um, and in those days, it was the 80s. And Julia Roberts, spiral perm. Yep. yep. Molly, I yep. did more, more spiral perms than you can imagine. <laughs> and, and so, but, you know, a big, a pivotal point in my life at this point is the fact that my dad got really sick and my dad had lymphoma. Mm -hmm. And um, he came out of remission and got really, really worse. And, um, and I was going back and forth every weekend. So I bought my hair salon. And my dad loaned me the money because that's what I wanted to do. And um, I was going back and forth and I got myself in a real mess of debt. Um, and I was loaded down with debt, but it was, I would do it all over again to spend the time I spent with my dad. Because mm -hmm. every weekend I went back and forth and I'm a daddy's girl. And so um, with that said, I just, um, when my dad, after my dad passed, I woke up and I just realized, oh my goodness, I'm going to be working 14 hours a day for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. If I don't get control of this spending, um, just like any 20 year old, I wanted the best of everything before I really earned it or deserved it, quite frankly. Um, and so I had to get purposeful. And it was a pivotal point in my life. Um, I just became really focused on money and how I was spending money um, and what, what I was doing with money. So I bought my first rent house. And uh, I, I got married and bought my first rent house. Uh, Rick and I bought our first rent house and Rick would have to go collect rent in his police uniform because the oh. area was pretty, um, it was a pretty, um, let's say criminal. I had a lot of crime in that area. And so Rick was very scared to buy a house there, but it worked out beautifully because everybody has to have a place to live. And if, you know, if there's a problem, be the solution. Mm. Love that. Um, so we just decided, okay, that was the area we were going to focus on. And we started buying quite a few houses in the area and Rick had a presence there in the area. And that's what our goal was, is to reach financial freedom for us because we live very frugally still to this day. My car's five years old, going on six. I don't live in my money. I don't drive my money. I don't wear my money. My money makes money. And wait, can, hang on, hang on. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That was so awesome. Yeah. You know, drive your money, 
you don't live in your money. You don't wear your money. You make your money work for you. That right there. Boy, wow. We can stop. Right we there. can stop right like there, that. and but you keep preaching, girl. Keep preaching. Well, you know, I, I mean, I'm really that way. And so because of that, if people will realize that, 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 that they can do this, then they, they will no longer be prisoners to jobs that they don't love. Mm. And, you know, 70% of our population is living paycheck to paycheck. Yep. And so yep. it's so important that we have these conversations and yep. we complicate money. Money is not complicated. Mm-hmm. Money in, money out. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately for us, we complicate money because we are spending, the money we're spending today is tomorrow's income because of mm-hmm. the debt. We're, we are taking, you know, credit, credit cards and consumer debt is eating us alive as a society. Absolutely. You know, and what's happening is, is that I got to go to work because I bought this new car right? And I bought it on credit. And then I went and bought a much bigger house than I really need. And I bought it on credit. So now my, I'm a slave to my employer. Mm. And so I just, I got really purposeful. I decided what is it that we really want out of life? And for Rick and I, we wanted freedom to travel. Uh, My husband's quite a bit older than I am. He's 13 years older than I am. And so he just, he was in a place in his life that he didn't really see a, a bright future. He'd been with the police department a long time and, um, you know, dealing with crime and negativity all the time. And then especially yeah. when they're not appreciated, yeah. it's, it's hard. Yeah. And so I, he, I knew he wanted out. He was making about 3,500 a month. And we just decided if we could make 5,000 net a month, we could quit our jobs and be free. Do you, do you laugh at that number now? Do you go? You know, I don't. You're going to die, Terry. My expenses are about 5000 a month now, still to this day, because wow. I never let um, consumerism, I never let that creep up on me because that's what happens. It, you, yeah. you're, you know, it creeps up. You creep up in your spending. That's just what happens. When you make more money, most people spend more money. That's right. Never that's did. Right. Yep. I never did. And so with, with that said, I mean, and then when you start really making money, you're like, wow. I mean, then you get to really be effective with your money. Yeah. Uh, or, mm-hmm. You know, because you can increase when you increase your money and you use it towards buying passive income streams, it changes your future. Yep. Yeah. And that's what I did. So we bought um, we had 10 houses by the time I was 33 years old. We had 10 houses. So it took me 13 years to get to financial freedom. So anybody looking for get rich quick, that's not what this is about. Mm-mm. It's about slowly doing uh, small baby steps to which become big steps to where it becomes giant steps yeah. towards freedom um, through compounding. Yeah, and absolutely. that's what I teach. And that's what my book's about. Um, you know, it is so simple to have financial freedom and it doesn't matter if you're making $10 an hour or if you're making $500 an hour. You know what, Myra, and I'm going to pop her website up before we log off, just for those that are watching, they can see it and we'll give it because there are so many resources that she has on there that she, I mean, I've pulled them up and used them myself. No joke. Yeah. And um, I, I, I would encourage everybody to go there. 
So absolutely, I'll- absolutely. And I, I, I want to pause on what you just said, Myra, because I think sometimes people think you have to be making a certain certain amount of money in order to begin to work towards financial freedom. And what you just said is whether you make $10 an hour or whether you make $500 an hour, this is possible. And so I'd I'd love that. And and just the simplicity that around money in and money out. And and I don't know about you, but when when you were talking about that, the thing that I think, number one, that you possess that maybe a lot of people don't is the discipline to do that. Because we all get hung up, right, on that, ooh, but I really want that, or I want that. And we end up giving in to that versus having the discipline. And there's lots of areas of our life, right, that that, that shows up in. And um, it's the discipline. And this isn't a short-term kind of process. This is a, this is really, it's a decision, first of all. And I think it's a decision of the way you're going to choose to live when it comes to your money yeah. from now on. It's even more that, don't you guys believe, than it is about uh, buying houses or investing in the stock market or anything. It's first of all, you have to decide. Make a decision. Choose to be disciplined. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it. Because Myra, when you were talking about the compounding piece, you just have to find whatever it is that will compound. Right. Right. Doubt you own that very first home you bought. I don't know. For sentimental reasons, I know you you might. However, I know when you look, you watch your money constantly. And what was it a year or so ago we were talking and you were looking at, okay, what are the values of my properties? If they've doubled, I need to do something with them. Right. Mm -hmm. And you're constantly looking at your money. You don't have to. But you're constantly and all of us I know right now are kind of looking Mm -hmm. at our money and the company that we're with going okay, well, how much money might we be reinvesting soon? Mm-hmm. Had that meeting with my financial advisor yesterday. So, right. So those are some of the simple steps that you've taken on. It may not be that you buy that property and keep it long-term. It could be, you've got to watch it all the time. So how do you guys watch your money? So, you know, great points. And I think that, you know, here's the deal. And here's what we all have to understand. Money gives you options. hmm And it's based on the choices you make on what your financial freedom future looks like. And for um, what, I mean, it's really interesting because I have a lot of financial independence people that I'm coaching, that I have a wealth coaching. And um, what's really fascinating, you guys, and I hope there's a lot of realtors listening to this because real estate agents have such an opportunity because no one tells them what they're worth. And they are, have the ability to go make as much money as they want. Now, a policeman, a teacher, and a, a, you know, and a fireman, they're told what their value is. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. beautiful thing about our industry is that we get to choose what our value is. And I've been in that position when I was cutting hair, trading my time for money. So I understand it. And I was limited. I could no longer do more haircuts. Mm-hmm. But here's the beautiful thing. I coach people that make over a million dollars a year. And I coach people that make, that are W-2 employees that make 50000 a year. And here's you an example. I've got a, a, a coaching client that is not with our company that makes over a million dollars a year. And she spends a million too. Wow. But guess what? That's a 200000 deficit. Mm-hmm. 
And yeah. then I have a little gal that I've been coaching for four years because I've been doing this for a little, uh, much longer than everybody's known about. And she is uh, an employee and a good friend of mine here in Denton. And she makes 50000 a year and saves $25,000 a year because she has her spending under control. Mm -hmm. And you're exactly right. It is discipline. It's like mm -hmm. anything. If you want to be the best, do you think Michael Jordan didn't have discipline? If you want to be the best at anything, you have to be disciplined enough to take action and to do the things you've got to do. It's no different than selling real estate. You've got to leach in to build your business. It's just right. bottom line. Mm -hmm. And in this, you've got to get hyper, hyper focused on your spending habits and you need to document them. And the first step really to financial freedom is to know where you are. You know, you got to pause. You got to yep. pause and you can't understand what's going on. And I hear you say this all the time on your podcast, and I love it, is you can't understand what's going on until they have awareness, right? That's but you right. can't understand until you get awareness. That's right. So you got to know. I, mean, yep. I loved your podcast on boundaries. Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So, but you got to know, right? You got to know where you are. Every year, and y'all will get a kick out of this. Every year, Rick and I, New Year's Eve, so we're not partiers at all. And so, uh, New Year's Eve, we sit down every New Year's Eve. We've been doing this for years. And we look at our assets and we look at our net worth. Mm. And we look how it's grown. We pull like the year before and we look how we grew it and we figure out where are we taking this next. Mm. And just because I don't have children, because you know, a lot of people, their purpose and their big whys because they have children, you know, it's involved in children. I have a lot of things I'm involved in that are around animals uh, in particular. Yeah. And I got five nieces and nephews and they might as well be my children. <laughs> you know, that's why I started the YouTube channel, to be totally honest. That's why I started Down Home Money YouTube, because mm -hmm. they all go to YouTube. Yep. I knew that if I do nothing but affect their trajectory for their financial freedom future, just from hearing me say stuff, then I have done everything I want to do because someday they're going to inherit all this that yeah. Rick and I have worked really hard for. And we did it through, we didn't make a lot of money as a policeman and a hairstylist, but we reached financial freedom and we reached millionaire status by being a hairstylist and a policeman. And so we took, we, you know, at 33, we both quit our jobs. I sold my hair salon, Rick quit the police department, and we took a three-year sabbatical. And the reason it was three years, we could have kept on, was I got bored. And then I got my real estate license. Who knew? So that's what happened to me is that I got bored and got my real estate. And then I got back on that treadmill of, of honestly, of trying to do and more. And, and what I find, especially with Keller Williams, and I love our company, but our company does make all of us think we have to do more, 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 more. Yeah. And even though if you've read the book, the one thing, <laughs> it's still, and, and I find that we dilute people's greatness because we give them too much to do. Ooh. Oh, that's, there's another one. That's a man. I'm telling you, she's just throwing out these nuggets. Like that's that is so so true, Myra. Yeah, we and, over and I did it, and so I'm speaking from experience. I'm no, talking about myself. Absolutely. My my ability to be great was diluted because I was given too many positions. Yep. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I really feel you can be a master of one. Or you can be mediocre at many things. Yep. So Myra, so Myra, what was the moment mm. 
you realized that your your greatness had been diluted. Like you don't have to be specific. Like, but what happened that made you go? I can't do this anymore, or I've got to change what I'm doing. I mean, we talked about COVID. We've talked about this last year, yeah. but I know you were thinking about it even before oh. then. But something mm-hmm. happened, right? It's it's that cycle. Events happen. Mm-hmm. We make decisions and we create stories in our head. You know, the cycle. Mm-hmm. What happened? I know the exact moment. I know the exact moment. So I am sitting at um, John Maxwell Exchange. Mm. It's It's 2016. And I'm sitting in John Maxwell's exchange and I'm stressed. I'm overworked. I'm the OP of three offices. I'm running the Ohio Valley region. Um, And I'm sitting there and John Maxwell says, never forget. He was looking right at me. I know he was talking to me. (laughs) I mean, seriously, I was on the front row, of course. He's brilliant. (laughs) My favorite person. (laughs) So I'm sitting on the front row and John Maxwell says, success is great but significance is where it's at. Mm. I got chill bumped. I got tears. I'm sure everybody at my table is like, what is wrong with her? (laughs) It just went over me. I mean, I went back to my room that night after that was over and I put together a plan. I didn't, I don't like letting people down because if I tell you I'm going to do something, that's probably my strong point is that I am one of these people. I'm going to follow through. I'm going to do it. You will know. I mean, I'm a friend for life. Uh, If you're a friend, I'm a friend for life. I am very loyal. But when somebody, you know, turns on your whatever, I get away from them. I just back off and move on. But I'm one of these people that uh, integrity is first. One of my values is integrity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I knew I had made a lot of promises and I needed to fulfill my promises that I had made to people. And, and, And so I worked my plan. And then in 2018, I um, made the decision to resign. And and I always leave on top. Let me say something. That, it's kind of funny. Yes, my hair does. business, I always leave on top. When I saw my hair salon, I was booked like a year in advance. It was the craziest thing. I it could not do any more hair. And but that I leave on top. I never leave something less than great when I leave. And that's just my personality. Yep. And so um, I we had, had spent four and a half years in the region. We had doubled the region. Our owner profit, we had won wards with the region on profitability. I, I wasn't mm-hmm. really about net agent count. That doesn't matter because running a business is about profit. Yeah. And yeah. so it's always about profit. And, and I, I mean, it's not about how many franchises you have if they're not doing well, right? Making or, money. Yep. Right. Yep. Uh, you know, you can have a store full of stuff to sell, but if you don't have any people coming and buying, then you're going to go out of business. And yep. so yep. I, I, so I just knew I had to leave it better. And then, so in 2018, and I have always wanted to write a book. I mean, I have always wanted to write a book, but I never had time. I mean, when you're working, like I would remember, and you know, I want to say this because remember, whenever you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. That's right. I had said yes to so many things that it's so unfortunate because what I was saying no to was the things that give me joy, Mm. which is Rick Oliver and Izzy. Izzy's my chihuahua for those of y'all listening. She's the most (laughs) precious human being ever. And she is a human being. But I was, you know, I was going back and forth to the region every other week traveling. Yeah. Yeah. The stress alone of that yep. is pretty tremendous. Yep. Um, and so I never exercised. 
never, I, I didn't eat right. Um, I, and I just got to a point where it was like, I, I think because I didn't need the money. And when you don't need the money, you have options. Yeah. And I was like, why am I doing this? The stress was killing me. And there's a lot of people out there that have the same thing. They're working at jobs they don't love or they're stressed. And it wasn't fair to people because when it became a job, I didn't want to do it anymore. And yeah. so that's when I resigned and uh, in 2018, April 15th. So it was three years yesterday. Wow. And, and then wow. I decided to build a life of freedom, of purpose, of joy. And I got to tell you, if I knew then what I know now, I probably wouldn't have taken that job. Mm. It was due to, I would have gone on and moved towards freedom. Um, yeah, sooner. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of times we get caught in go, 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 go. Sure. And we don't have the pause. Yeah. You talk about, I hear you talk about that, Debbie, about pausing to know. Yep. And we don't have, take the pause. This last year, have you seen so many people step down from things? Yep. They took the pause. They Actually, the COVID, pause. COVID created the pause. Yeah. Part of it. Mm -hmm. Part of it. COVID created the pause. It did. So the so, mental capacity of what happened last year is what helped people see this is where I can pause and this is how I can do this differently or I cannot do it at all. Right. Well, it, it was an opportunity to kind of reevaluate where we were spending our time, where we were spending our money, um, who we were spending our time with. Right. It was, it was an opportunity to really, if, if you get the gift of what we've gone through um, it would be that it would yeah. be that. So Myra, with the, with the time that we have left, what I'd love for you to do is maybe give like two or three things where, where people can start on this journey of financial freedom. Because um, some people may not have even taken the first step or, or anything like that. So if you were going to give like some tips of where to get started, I'll give one, go read the book, uh, Down Home Money, because it's... it's go to the website. And, and the second thing, go to the website, because there's so many resources, because it really is, it's... It's um, it's a book. I, I've given it uh, to my boys, right? So thank you for that. But what would you tell people? What would be three things to, to get sure. started? So the very first thing you got to know where you're at to know where you're going. So yeah. you've got to sit down and you've got to do the net worth sheet. You've got to figure out your assets, minus your liabilities, and that equals your net worth. And you may have a negative number. And here's the deal. Remember, that number is what you've been working for all your life. And mm. if you are in your 40s, 50s, or 60s, it's really important you take action now because it's not too late. And it's time to take action. So first off, you've got to know where you are. So we got to do the net worth sheet. Okay. Then here's the next step. You really need to start tracking every penny in and every penny out. For me, I used to carry a little book and I tracked it. I mean, if I was sitting, waiting to get my car fixed and I'm sitting, there's a gumball machine and I put a quarter in the gumball machine, I would write 25% cents on my, I mean, I'm talking, you got to get every down to Every penny, every penny. Yes. Yep. Because we can't do a budget until you know what you're spending your money on. So mm -hmm. that's the third step. The third step is we're going to do a budget and we're going to get real purposeful with our money. And on that budget is a savings line item. And that's important. And if you're self-employed, we've got to start a simplified employer pension because you can max that out. It's a straight write-off. If you are a 
a government employee or any kind of employee and you have some kind of compensation with that, you've got to max out, mm-hmm. you know, your 401k or whatever you have, whatever your office, you know, your business provides you, you've got to max that out. That's free money. Mm-hmm. So you've got to start instead of letting your money direct you, you've got to direct your money. And those are the first steps to really get started. And then honestly, um, you guys, it's so important that you, who you hang out with matters. Yep. Because, I mean, honestly, for me, I had some good friends that were on this journey with me saving their money. So it was cool bouncing ideas off of each other. I think if you're hanging out with high time, big time consumers that, you know, got the fancy this, the name brand this, they're influencers, because stop watching that because Mm -hmm. honestly, it's going to drag you down. And Mm -hmm. we've become consumed, you know, with Instagram and influencers. There's a great show. I don't know if y'all watched it, but Fake Famous. Have you seen that on HBO? Oh, no. Famous. famous. Well, watch that. That show shows a lot about how these influencers, it's a lot of fake. So make sure you find out whoever you're following Mm -hmm. have been there and have Mm -hmm. done things before you and have made the mistakes, which will save you a lot of effort. I have failed my way forward. And I will tell you that it's because of those failures that I'm who I am today. And failure is okay. So don't beat yourself up anymore. But decide today that you're going to fire your spending habits today so that tomorrow you can be free to make the choices that you want to make and free to be with who you want to be. I think that mm-hmm. number four, I would tell you to do sit down, take 15 minutes and write down what gives you joy. Mm-hmm. And here's what you're going to money's not going to be involved in that. Mm-hmm. And that's powerful. So when you that realize might be that, number, that might be number one, Myra, <laughs> or we may do that first. What brings us joy, right? Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, when you do that, you'll go, oh, wow. And you'll, you'll go, okay, so now we can start from there. You're exactly right. Because now you realize what gives you joy. And when you realize what gives you joy, surround yourself with those things yeah. and you'll find that money becomes secondary and you're going to find that you don't need as much money as you think you do. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm always fascinated when I first start coaching people and they have these huge numbers on how much money they need. I'm like, okay, we'll start with that. And then when they start seeing their money, make money, they go, oh, wow, freedom is right there. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I need to get my spending in control under control. Yeah. Once that happens, I mean, it's crazy what happens. I I get the biggest kick out of watching people reevaluate because now freedom of time, because your time's finite. Money's yep. infinite. I'm always gonna make more money. It doesn't matter. I can always go make more money. I will never get this day back today. And thank nope. you guys for spending time with me today because uh-huh. your time's valuable. Uh-huh. Debbie, as you wrap up, I'm gonna pull up her website so everybody cool. see it. And it's, you know, downhomemoney.com. It's very simple. Here it is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Listen, downhomemoney.com. All the money tools up here money are tools. amazing. And if they want to get a hold of you, uh, you've got contact us on there, right? So yes. if you want to talk Absolutely. more to Myra, there's her. There's her. And the YouTube channel is great. You know, Myra's got just as much energy on that YouTube as you've have you've seen and heard her today. I've never seen the girl not have um, energy. And it's what I love about about Myra and um, 
it's just, guys, this is just, I, I know her passion comes through on this topic. And I know that she has a, a, a mission to really help people in their financial world and just have, have that freedom because that's where choice comes and, and joy and everything else. And Myra, we can't thank you enough um, for being our guest on Money Matters. And um, guys, it's just uh, books on Amazon. Um, so there's just so many ways that you can really take this first step. And if, you know, we want to just encourage everybody just start today, make a decision and start today in ha having, being in control of your money instead of your money being in control of you. Yes. So, all right. All right. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank so you guys. guys. All right. We're going to, we're going to close this out. Here we go.